Well, hello again. Welcome to the Tea and Cognac session. This is your girl O'Brien, aka OB, aka O, coming to you on a believe it's Wednesday. Yes, is it Wednesday? Oh dear God, yeah. It's been a long month. September was off the chain, y'all. So, welcome to another episode. This is episode 17. Today's topic, breaking code. Okay, so let me just be honest and say your girl has had a hell of a year. Uh, Some pretty hard lessons this year took place uh, from beginning to up to this point. Had to really uh, take some L's, uh, lessons and losses. Um, So, breaking code, right? And, you know, we got all kind of codes. We got girl codes. We got bro codes, moral code, whole code. Supposed to be honor amongst thieves, you know. Supposed to be some codes out here. Certain shit you ain't supposed to do. Certain shit you just just don't do to another woman because you know how it make you feel. Uh, just certain things you don't do to your bro, your your friend, whatever. Because it's just a line you just don't cross, right? Well, <laughs> I find myself crossing a line this year. Only because, and I don't want to give you the whole story. Because it's a fucked up story. <laughs> Skills of language, but it's real deal. Like, woo-hoo-hoo! Um... So I found myself, one relationship ended in the first of the year, ended badly, uh, with not much uh, uh, conclusion. Um, it just it just happened, right? And so in my efforts to pick up the pieces and move on, uh, I'm trying to date, but you got to be careful where I'm at in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, it's not a large town. We're not a city. Uh, it's not exactly just small, but it's definitely not your Kansas City or St. Louis or, you know, any city comparable to that. It's not that. So you have to be very mindful of your dating and who you're messing with and hanging out with. Because messing with one could very easily end up you messing with everybody. You mess with one, that means you don't mess with everybody because that one has slept with everybody, Right. So, <laughs> I find myself in a in a position where, okay, I meet a guy, Facebook, um, you know, the pickings are slim here in Springfield, far as I'm concerned, uh, to find a black man that has a steady job, his own place, no kids, not strung out on drugs, doesn't have um, a hatred towards black women, all of those things in one man, it, it gets tricky in Springfield. Where I'm a rare commodity in other cities, Springfield I am not. <laughs> and I get treated as such sometimes. So, I, you know, every once in a while you meet somebody worthwhile. Well, at the time, you know, um, I meet him and of course he knows my ex. But the conversation is we're acquaintances. We, you know, it's nobody he deals with on a regular, nobody he hangs out with. And as far as I knew, I had never heard or seen of him. So, okay, this is an acquaintance. So I had a decision to make. Am I completely done with my old relationship and it doesn't matter? Well, at the time, 
I thought it was. I thought it was a done situation. It ended ugly. There was no coming back from it. So at that time, it was like, well, I'm not going to sit around and be a hermit because he knows everybody in Springfield. So I'm not supposed to hang out and date because he knows everybody. So I made the decision to go ahead and cross this line, not realizing that I would be setting myself up for the most epic shit. Um, so of course me and the guy, we only hang out collectively probably a month before I realize he's very, very egotistical, selfish, whatever kind of character, right? So it doesn't work. He's nice. He's fun, but he's not, he's not a serious relationship. We're not a relationship. We were just hanging out. It didn't, didn't go anywhere. And that's that. Well, of course. I realized as I'm still trying to date and move on that I'm not really done with the relationship that ended at the first of the year. So now I'm at a crossroads. Do I tell the ex that I still feel away or do I still try to continue to move on and pretend like these feelings aren't still there and I'm still not, you know, I'm not over it. So I don't know. I think in the heat of the moment, I, uh, I had a friend girl trying to set me up on a date and I think I panicked and next thing I know I'm at the ex's door like look we need to we need to talk well the you know um the love was never gone so both of us engage and both of us still have these feelings but we both know that a lot of damage was done right you know the slander and the and the backlash from the breakup and whatnot pretty bad. And so now we're in a place of, is it repairable? Can we fix it? Well, not if a motherfucker is able to come back around and start talking shit and telling uh, my ex, you know, uh, whatever. I don't know what the hell is being said at this point. (laughs) All I know is I was single at the time and the relationship was disregarded in a way That I didn't think there was no repairing it, no recovering it. So I was doing my best to move on. I did not make sure that the chapter was closed though. And that's my fault. I really didn't, uh, I really just wanted it to be over and done. Because like I said, it was such an emotional experience. I just wanted to move on. And it doesn't work like that. Your heart doesn't work like that. So I, I I jump in the shit too quick. And um, by the time I realize this is out of hand or this is not exactly what I wanted or whatever, it's too late. I'm too far in. I'm too whatever uh, uh, involved. And here I am. And then you have to take in consideration if the shoe was on the other foot, how would you feel? How would you feel if your ex slept with a homie or... You know, somebody you just dealt with from time to time. You're not really friends, but maybe you are or maybe you're not. I don't know. Either way, I would burn this motherfucker down. No stunting. I couldn't even get mad at him getting mad at me because it's like, yeah, real deal. Shoe on the other foot. It would be on. But my heart loves you. So I'm probably going to be mad for a minute. But at some point, I'm going to have to be honest about my feelings about your ass. And I'm going to have to, I have a choice to make. Can this be forgiven or not? 
So that's where, um, you know, the code, you gotta, you gotta stay true to yourself. Um, honor and integrity are very important to me. So to be in this predicament where my shit is being questioned, uh, are you the click hole? Are you this ratchet person that will sleep with my friends and try to hurt me and all of that? Hell no. Are you kidding me? But I am in awe that I am wrapped up in some of the most retarded shit I've ever thought possible. Like, I really never saw this happening. I can't believe it. <laughs> so the code is out the window. Moral code and all of that. We out here just moving recklessly. Recklessly and um, no regard to how it's going to affect uh, things down the road. So you're mad and angry and lashing out and talking shit and bad mouthing and whatever. Well, that come back on that butt. You know, that backfired. Um, and both parties, we both sitting looking crazy because it's like, oh shit, did a lot of talking and running my mouth. I did. I was hurt. I was angry. You know, you know what that is. So I, I you know, I regret uh, a lot of what I said, but at the time, emotionally, I didn't know how to handle that. It was so left field for me. And um, I didn't realize I hadn't loved like that before. So I, I took some shit real personal and real, ooh, yeah. So uh, code, we got to reestablish some codes out here. Go, girl code and bro code for real. Uh, we, we, there's no honor anymore. Um, no regard for a person's feelings. Even when you're mad at them, it's like you still, certain things shouldn't be said. Certain lines shouldn't be crossed. Because it's next to impossible to reestablish that trust. Once that trust is broken, it it just it's. I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but it's it's hard to get it back. So now you don't trust that person with your feelings. You can't tell them anything because you don't know. You don't know if they'll do it again. You don't know if they'll hurt you like that again. You don't know if the person is going to sleep with your friends again type shit. You don't know. When certain lines are crossed, you just don't know. So I'm going to say, for me, my lesson has been for sure, make sure the chapter is closed. Before you open that window or door, make sure that other window and door is closed. Uh, we, You know, that, that saying, you to get over the old one, you go get a new one. No, slow your butt down. You're supposed to be alone for a reason. And when shit just backfire, when you call yourself moving on, that's the sign you're supposed to stay still. You're moving too quick. You're doing too much. So um, I've noticed that I've been moving too quick for some time now. It's been a thing with me where I just, I'll make a choice. And next thing I know, boom, forget the research, forget the asking questions and, and, and checking a couple of details and all of that. Fuck that. I want to do that. So I'm going to do that and disregard whatever backlash that may, you know, whatever choice, there's a consequence period point blank. So you make the choice, you better be prepared for whatever consequence that's going to come with it. And, uh, you, you know, a lot of people aren't ready for that. A lot of people aren't built for that. Accountability is one of the most lacking departments and most uh subjects you know uh, nobody everybody gets to point the finger but nobody is assuming any accountability any responsibility for their role their choices their behavior so it's not a one-sided thing that it take two to tango 
And where one made a mistake, the other person made a mistake too. But you got that one that's able to use, in my case, able to use the, the, the fact that I was even able to go there with dude. That's my crime. And my argument is, well, the way you were able to just disregard the relationship from jump made me feel like it wouldn't matter. And that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't no, it wasn't going to be no problem because you don't fuck with me, <laughs> you know, and maybe that was wrong of me, but I didn't know no different. You don't want gusto in telling the world how I ain't shit. So what else am I going to do? So, but yeah, these lessons have been no joke, real deal. You hear me? Um, but the bottom line is that integrity, that honor, that loyalty, that really is deep rooted in me. So when, when the shit hit the fan, you know, I had a choice to tell the truth about it or keep it to myself. Well, my goody two shoe butt had to tell the truth, right? And didn't know that it would be a domino effect for just, ugh, you know. And now I'm in a place like, man, damn, was I supposed to just keep my mouth closed? Oh, so it could come out later down the road. And then I'm getting accused of lying and keeping some shit from them and all kind of. It would be that much worse coming from somebody else was my thinking. So here I am wanting to be honest, wanting the foundation to be solid no lies, no lies. I want my relationship to be me and my and the person I'm in love with. That's it. Outsiders don't matter. I want you, you want me. The rest of it can kiss my ass, but you got to have both parties on the same page and emotionally on the same level. And if you cannot communicate without hurting each other, then that's your indicator. We're, we're, nobody's willing to learn how to bring it down a notch and talk effectively, then that's your indicator. So, but the codes are out here just jacked up. <laughs> uh, and, you know, first step is admitting. So I messed up. I, I really did. Um, a lot of regrets and what my choices have been this year. Uh, but it's been a lot of growing up and just learning better so you know I can't be I can't beat myself up too bad as a matter of fact I didn't I noticed I didn't have a whole lot of tears just go around just because I knew I knew I meant well but I also knew some shit is just not forgivable so that's just what it is and you just have to just be okay it, it takes time but it, it's okay it'll be okay so I just thought I'd share that little that little life experience there with y'all. <laughs> Shit crazy. I need a reality TV show, baby. I keep telling my kinfolk, look, we get a camera 10 minutes at each one of our houses. I kid you not. We are going to make rank. We are going to have viewers and we're going to make bank because the shit be ridiculous. It be so crazy. It's like reality TV. You, you don't believe this is your life. This is my life. Yes, ma'am. This is your life. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> so I just wanted to share, you know, me. This is my um walking testament, I guess, you know, just really wanting better want to do better don't really know how to do better 
And my, my thing is, I'm being forced to focus only on me. Whereas I've been spending a lot of energy on trying to help others and build others up. My cup is empty. And I can't help nobody else until I get me back. And I didn't want to be like that, you know, because I'm so family oriented. I care for people in general. Just I just I'm I, I care. And it's a curse sometimes because I care too much about the wrong shit sometimes. And um, where where the universe at this point is like, no, this is about you. You need to focus on you. You're disconnected because you're not focusing on you. I'm so busy trying to honor my grandmother and work on a relationship that two both people have to want to want. Well, it, it you know, I'm putting energy on all these other subjects when really it needs to be on me and my son, period. Anything else at this time, it got to go on the back burner. So uh, I accept this this last week. I accept, as a matter of fact, Saturday. When all kind of crazy shit took place, it was like, wow, this is what you get for not focusing on you. And this is what I'm going to do different. So I'm going I'm to do different, y'all. So I've been participating in quite a bit of uh, community events, lots of focus groups going on, guys. Um, you know, you want to better yourself. You want to recognize these toxic behaviors and, and what you're doing uh, these, these are the, these are the things you need to get involved in to really identify it that, and I'm going to speak for myself. This is what is helping me. So I'm participating in a lot of focus groups. I'm in the parent training leadership class. I think I mentioned it in the last episode. Uh, I'm going to go downtown today. There's supposed to be an event, um, uh, showing respect to the, our black history, I guess, downtown, uh, just wanting to collaborate, getting, get involved get my name out there and get in touch with those that really want to do something different, really want to bring, be part of the positive change. I keep saying that because that's what I want. So what you want, you have to speak it to manifest it, write it down, visualize it, claim it. And that's what I'm going to do. That's what I am doing. And anybody telling me otherwise and telling me I'm not this, I'm not that, that's who you need to remove from your life, period any toxic energy period remove it so um that's that's the game that's the game but just i uh, wanted to reiterate on the code you know we got to do better uh we make these decisions and we don't think about the decision we don't give it time and really consideration um i wish i had in this instance but i didn't lesson learned uh, i know going forward what i won't be doing so um yeah, I think that just takes the personal to recognize. I make mistakes too. I'm not perfect. Never claim to be. I am willing to learn. I am willing to unlearn. And I'm definitely willing to admit when I'm wrong. So uh, that's the difference I feel in, in adulthood and um, maturity and mental state. So let's get it, y'all. Let's work on this mental. Let's Let's heal. Let's let go of whatever the hell's got us acting like a lunatic. Let's let it go. Or figure out how to let it go. First step is admitting the problem. Sorry, right, y'all. I ain't gonna keep y'all much longer. I uh, just wanted to uh, make sure y'all check me out on Facebook. The Jill of Most Trades. The OSD page. You can check me out on LinkedIn. O'Brien St. James Daniels. 
got the Melanin Initiative, the uh, TMI, that's the nonprofit. That's the unlearning and relearning of black history. So um, looking to just, you know, like I said, get established, get my name out here, uh, make connections and know the right people. Because it's not about connecting with everybody. It's connecting with the right ones. So that's that's the mission. Uh, I want to see y'all. I want to talk to y'all. So hit me up. Let me know. Appreciate your support, your encouragement. Girl needs it. You hear me? Please say a prayer for me. And I'm going to say a prayer for y'all. This is real deal, baby. All right. I'm done ranting. (laughs) Y'all enjoy y'all's week. It's October. It's officially fall. The changing of the colors. and I love this time of year. So I'm just looking forward to the new chapter. It's officially the new chapter. And I am claiming it. And positive stuff is coming this year. It's just been the test to see if we can hold on and endure. So uh, here we go. All right, y'all, until next time, know that you have favor. Stay prayered up. Take that time for yourself. Cry when you need to. Admit when you're wrong when you need to. And that's just what it is. All right, y'all, be good.